there. Welcome to this episode of Intuition, Your First Sense. This is Vicki. And this week, there's a subject I want to talk about that, you know how when you have something in your life that you could go on and on and on about and probably to maybe the delight, but also frustration of those in your life because you're just so excited about it. Could be stamp collecting, could be the sports that you're involved in. Um, for me, it very much is talking about the soul. And I feel like that's because for whatever my wiring is, it has a heightened appreciation, awareness, and connection to my soul. When I'm walking around in this humanness, I also feel my soul self as an existence. And I didn't know that this was something that was not readily available to others. And I don't think it was always like pounding on my head. I know I've developed the skills and the practice to be able to tune into it. Uh, and I want everybody to feel that comfort, that connection to their soul self so it's a subject that I can expound upon and I get so lit up when I am talking about it because the frequency of the soul is joy. It is, if you think of something in your life right now that just brings that feeling of giddiness, absolute playfulness, expansive, silly, yet with reverence, it's got that combination of ingredients in there that really speaks to me in a way that I know that this is actually what we're here to experience in the human condition. And yet that takes some effort, right? That takes some work. So I figured if this is something that I love so much, I should talk about, I can teach, and I can also help you to one, know that it's there, but also connect to yourself in such a way that loneliness is diminished. Frustration is diminished. There is an acceptance even of when things might not go as we would like them to go. I have a course that's called Introducing You to Your Soul that you can find through my website that vickybear.com that will walk you through this. And I also do live events that help you. Know, you can bring in your questions. And yes, of course, I'm promoting that. But that's not why I'm doing this podcast, because I feel like whether you sign up for a course, whether we ever exchange a financial interaction, I want people to know this because I feel like there's a genuine ripple effect in the world that when we are connected to our soul and to our joy and to how we are operating here in the human realm, that that will help others to explore the possibility of doing it for themselves. So that whole sharing is caring thing. So what is your soul? Your soul is the eternal aspect of you that is collecting all this wonderful information, experiences, and yeah, data to compile, to put it all together, to understand what is the journey of being both in the non-physical, which is the soul energy, and in the physical, which is the human energy. 
And while you are in physical form, your soul is right there. It is communicating with you. It is nudging you along a little bit. And it is bringing all of and holding all of the information that's been there from all of your incarnations, right? So the human self does the on the groundwork, the action point, um, the activation of the learning of, that the soul has come in to do. And the soul self is the energy, if you will, to keep that human self going. So you have a vehicle that travels around, but it also needs a power source, whether that's, you know, it's running on electricity, whether it's running on fuel, gasoline, or, you know, whether it's running on your homemade power from corn, it doesn't really matter, right? The vehicle needs something to move it. And if it's a bicycle, it needs your body to move it. The same is true of our physical self and our soul. So your physical self is the the vessel and the soul is whatever the fuel source is. And that's why it's important to understand your soul connection, but also to feed it, to fuel it, to be redundant, um, but to give it what speaks to you in that way. Like not everybody would love hiking, but for me to be out in the middle of the woods and the trees, when I'm out in the woods, I feel that soul level connection. I feel that somebody just plugged me in. Like I charge my cell phone. It just plugged me in and then I can do whatever it is that is required of my human brain and my human self and go through the motions of life, but go through them with a connection and go through them with a presence. So not everyone is going to find that wandering through the woods and stepping on things and having wildlife and bugs and everything be present to be so joyful. Um, they might sing, which I also do, but they may want to move their bodies in a dance format, which I do not do. So it's important to learn how to communicate with the soul so that you know what lights it up, what powers it, what moves it forward, and what has it excited about being in a human form. So when your soul comes in, it before it actually comes into the physical body, it's already done the assessment of which family unit does it want to be in and what would it like to learn in this lifetime and how will it eventually remember all of this? Because, you know, we come through that birth canal, it's like a little amnesia chamber and this stuff seems to get left behind. I, I do believe that the more we evolve and the more we're connected with ourselves in this way, that the more we will remember. So it won't be like starting from zero again. And some of that may be that as you're learning this, you're sharing with the younger ones in your life and they're sharing with you. So it's like the beautiful tradition of listening to stories from our elders uh, will retain some of the gifts of being human in a soul, which is also why I feel like I have to talk about it so much. And, you know, people will take what resonates and, and leave the rest. 
So as you choose to come in, in this soul experience, there's an intention of what would you like to learn in this lifetime? And everybody comes in to learn something different. I believe we're all here to arrive in the energy and the experience of self-acceptance. So if you have in your mind, what is my sole purpose? And there's an episode on that you can go back and listen to in more detail. But what is my sole purpose? I must find my sole purpose. You don't actually have a sole purpose of a doing in this lifetime. You have a sole purpose of self-acceptance, which is more of a feeling and an understanding process. And you may have to do things in order to arrive there. You may have to uh, have a therapist. You may have to, or not have to, but you may line up with a belief system. Um, you may find that through helping others, you accept yourself more. You may be taught by a child that you're rearing of how to accept yourself a little bit more because they're just not going to put up with mediocrity. <laughs> There's a lot of those souls right now. I can't wait to see what they do in about 15 years. So as your soul comes in to learn, it is understanding that there's going to be some contrast in this. We cannot flow through learning and expanding and growth in a everything is easy peasy way. So if we could get a little bit more understanding that when something isn't, quote, working out, end quote, for us, us maybe it really is. Maybe it's showing you a redirection or giving you time to contemplate if that really was in your best interest to do. So the soul completely understands that there's going to be some contrast. And it's got this huge belief that that will be fun too. And I actually know that from a human element, when I tap into that and I'm not being delusional, like I know things are going to hurt and I know I'm going to feel a certain level of disappointment or frustration, but I always feel into that soul place. And I'm going to explain a little bit how to do that in a little bit. I always feel into that soul place and know that, okay, you really love this, don't you? And it's not masochistic. You know, it just knows that, ooh, I'm really going to grow through this and it's okay. And just like developing muscles, when you work out, you tear your muscles a little bit, then you take a day of rest and they become stronger. So maybe you started out with those five pound um, dumbbells, which is such an appropriate name for those things. I'm learning to like them. I am learning to like them. That's my neural pathway work. I am learning to like dumbbells. Um, but then you work up to the 40 pounders um, and you're able to do the bicep curls or the overhead press or whatever those other things are called, the Arnold, <laughs> because you started with the tens and you kind of struggled through that. But eventually you're doing the tens and you're like, you know what? These really aren't all that heavy. Let me try something else. This is the same experience of traveling in a soul process. And the soul gets really excited because it also knows that there's so much fun to be found in putting down that 40 pounder and going, I did that. I did that. I did just order a 40 pound slam ball. And let me tell you, start with a 20 in the same premise. I had to go back and order the 20 because I'm like 40 pounds. That's not a big deal. Oh, but it is. If you're trying to put it up over your head and slam it. 
the slam part, no problem. Getting up over my head. Yeah, that didn't work. So you have understanding, right? Now I know that the 40 I can carry around and use it for squats and stuff, (laughs) but it's going to be a little bit before that puppy goes up over my head and I slam it to the ground, which by the way, if you have not done those, they are the best stress release out there. So as your soul is feeling this excitement even about contrast, if you can allow that to flow into your human brain where we often put up resistance or we've been taught to not like the, or think we don't want to like the contrast. It can be a um, collaboration that takes some of the drama and takes some of the victimhood out of when we're experiencing a a, a challenge. So this app that by now you've heard some commercials about that is out um, that I developed through Passion IO and it's available on Google, Android and Apple devices and called Vicky B because I want everybody to be themselves. And it happens to be the letter of my last name. So that worked. Um, but In this app process, they had said, allow three weeks for approval from these other companies, um, from the stores and everything. Well, it's taken five weeks and I could get frustrated. I could get mad. I could get, um, you know, indignant towards the company itself. But rather than do that, I fell into it and I'm like, eh, you know what? I'm going to grow through this. I'm still going to be on the company because they weren't moving things through and they underestimated my intuition and being able to see that. So they've since kicked it up and moved it through. And that's lovely. And at the same time, I saw it as my soul is seeing this as something that I can learn from, that I can know from. And why? Because I honestly believe that the the people at the app development company aren't doing this personally to me. They grew too fast and they had too many commitments and they don't have enough people. So I could take it personally, but I decided to step into my soul place and ask, okay, what is this about? And it's allowed me to then create more content. So as soon as I have the approval today, tomorrow when I'm recording this, I'll be able to load all that stuff up and change a few things, get it approved by Apple and Google again, and then send it out to you guys so that at the time of this recording, you're able to access it and any platform in which you purchase apps. Did you know that most people work with me as a coach because they want to move forward in their professional lives? And then they realize once we start working together that it's a whole person approach and I am going to help them move through their blocks, their fears, some of the trauma they've experienced and to create a much more aligned life. So many times I hear, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. And that's such wonderful feedback to have because if you're signing up and working with a coach and everybody does it the same, are you really being seen as an individual? At Vicki Baird Coaching, I do it all as an individual and I would love to work with you. Go to VickiBaird.com to check it out and see if you'd like to work with me. That whole experience in days, in 
years passed before I really understood this soul connection and that contrast is not something, it's not a, a judgment on me. It's not that I failed or that I'm lacking certain capabilities. It's actually an opportunity to practice using my voice, which I had to do um, in a kind way, but in firmness, but also to appreciate that I get to really make sure it's okay before I roll it out. And that's important to me too, because it needs to be quality without being a perfectionist. I'm not going to be a perfectionist. It's not my wiring. So the understanding I have with my soul, what can I learn from this? How can it be? I'm not talking about abusive situations, just to be clear. I do not believe we sign up for abuse. So in those moments, you don't have to be compassionate. You do not have to stick around. You do not have to keep these people in your life. But understanding that you have a soul that is eternal, I feel like can help release some of the pressure of being human and that get it all done thing rather than, you know, the human doing being the human being. And this understanding of my soul really wants to understand the joy of process. It gets so giddy and so does yours about the journey, the flight plan, the potential, and not caught up so much in what actually happened. Um, It has a little bit of CRS. As soon as it's moved through stuff, it doesn't really remember. So for those in other countries, that means can't remember. And that's, I think, also a beautiful thing of, of your soul is that it's capable of releasing what is no longer serving. And if you can start to appreciate this, if you can even take a little bit of this in and say, all right, I have this soul part of me and I have this human part of me and I want them to work in balance. I want them to work together so that I'm getting the most out of both experiences. So when your human self is feeling crunched up or frustrated, turning to that soul self and saying, Can you remind me that I'm eternal? I'm never going to get it all done. And that's cool. Can you remind me that this experience that I'm going through as a human is temporary? And yet I, I can absolutely embrace the process and love it and be present. Can you remind me that what I'm here to learn, I will then pay attention to? Because if you, whatever your soul comes in to learn, is your challenge. It is your contrasting aspect. And as soon as you can kind of tune into that, feel it out, know what it is, and you can do that by looking at what are the things that you bump up against the most? Like what frustrates you the most? What are you having a hard time with? So for me, it's balance. And once I realized that, I gave my soul, the job of reminding me that it is about balance. So you can probably hear it in my voice that I'm in the process of releasing a cold. And when it first came on, I had all these things I had to do. And I was like, no balance. And I canceled the evening plans and I dialed back on some workouts and I said, okay, body, I'm listening to you. What else do you have to say to me? And yet move forward with the recording because that was on the schedule for today. So it's finding that balance for me is a challenge. It's a real challenge, whether it's carbs 
or whether it's working out too much, not working out enough, um, overworking, not playing enough, being too serious, being too silly, like finding that middle section of the balance of the soul and the human self, which may become the title of this podcast now that I say that out loud. We all have that, but because I signed on to that as my learning process in this lifetime, mine is a bit more difficult for me. And people who know me (laughs) will also know that I have a relationship with gravity and that the earth loves me so much, it wants to hug me all the time. And it does this by me tripping over my dang feet. That's also balance. So I really work on the one-legged balancing pose and strengthening one side. So when I'm out and I'm on the trails or I'm heck walking up a sidewalk, my feet know to raise high enough and not trip over things. So it translates across the board, right? Because your soul and your human self are here to collaborate. The idea of being non-physical in the soul energy it's still within you. Your soul is not standing out somewhere or floating up. I don't even like the expression of higher self because I feel like it gives that perception of it's floating up in heaven. Well, heaven's not even up. So heaven is actually of this earth. It's just another frequency that we can access to without croaking. So your soul is, it is embodied, but it is also external. So one of the ways that you can tap into this besides paying attention to what really lights you up is to sit calmly. Um, This is something that I feel like needs to be done without being in motion. Um, I mean, I guess you could float on a kayak in a kayak uh, and, and achieve this if you really wanted to or in a float tank or something. But sit quietly, and then you're going to become aware of the energy field, vibration, frequency, even noise that's surrounding you, that's around your body. As you become aware of this, you start to feel into and allow yourself to be weightless, to float. And as you're doing that, you'll then ask of the energy, are you my soul? Are, am I connecting to my soul energy? Everyone can do this. It takes practice. It takes a willingness to say, oh, there you are. Um, it does take a certain level of letting go of restrictions in the thinking head. Um, You're not going to do anything wrong and you're not, you can't screw anything up. And if there's not an awareness the first time, well, go back because very rarely do we do anything connected or well the first time. That's the beauty of practice and, and trying over and over again. So as you do this, and you connect in with that soul energy, there will be a sense of calm along with a sense of excitement. So sometimes people, when I work walk through this with them, sometimes they will feel what they call anxiety or nervousness 
And that's okay. But really ask yourself, is is it nervousness or am I excited that I'm feeling into this energy? Because I really believe the soul is like, yes, they got it. They're here. My, my physical being is here. So as you're practicing this, it will shift from a place of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm doing this well to, woohoo, this actually feels fun. And it's, it's similar to you being both the transmitter and the, the radio, right? You're both the, the antenna and the device. So you'll be sending messages back and forth. And don't make it more difficult than it needs to be. Take a couple breaths and be easy about this because you've done it so many times. You have been here. You have been non-physical. You've been here. You've been non-physical. You've been here. You've been non-physical. The difference is that in this lifetime, you're ready to connect with that playfulness. And, you know, it's the silliness that children often have when they're talking about bodily functions <laughs> or when they just get so excited because they did something. It's it's the same energy. So you have that within you. You may not know where you put it and that's okay. You could go take the course. I don't know. Just suggest them. Um, but you can also do this on your own as you navigate and learn where that soul energy is. And in the course, I have practical steps to take because we are human. We do need um, some steps to connect the brain to that non-physical energy so that the happiness and the joy, um, the happiness is externally focused, joy is internally focused. So the happiness is... Oh, I did that for myself. This is, this is wonderful. I remember, um, now that trying things over and over again is a good thing. The joy is an internal process and it's more consistent. And that's where you really tap into what some might call confidence, but it's actually a joyfulness that's within because it's not a falsehood. It really is. Um, connecting and knowing that wherever you go, um, you'll take your soul and your um, human self with you. And you might have a resistance to this because maybe there's some messages that you received um, in, in childhood or there's some confusion around Am I doing this right or am I not doing this right? Again, you can't do it wrong. It's a commitment to yourself. And if you give yourself five minutes every couple days, this does not have to be an everyday thing. Please give yourself some compassion. When you start to feel that soul energy and you recognize, I am a pretty amazing team, the soul and myself, the loneliness factor decreases, like I said, and there is a feeling of truly appreciating being human with all its sometimes warts <laughs> and challenges and sadness, you know? So, um, well, every time I hear that someone's passed, I always say high five, high five to that person that's passed. 
because they are in soul energy. They completed whatever they came here to learn with the exception of um, completion by suicide, but that's okay. They'll still be hugged and loved on the other side and go about again. So the commitment to learning this does not have, I don't want you to feel like it's this big thing I have to take on. I actually feel like you, if you can understand that it is your inherent right to feel joyful, to feel connected to your soul, that you can maybe give yourself permission to do that while you're in this human form. And you can find the balance in that. And that's going to bring a greater appreciation, joy, um, adventure to being human. Um, and we could all use a little bit more of that, huh? <laughs> so thank you for tuning into this episode. If you have questions, head on over to the website, vickybaird.com. You can find it all there. The app is available, like I said, on Google Play and Apple uh, iTunes Store or whatever we're calling it these days. <laughs> and uh, you can also access this web-wise, the app, because there's a web version, because I understand not everybody wants to access things through apps. So I opted for the web version as well. And it's all right there on the website. And I look forward to seeing you there and seeing you in the lives that I'll be doing and showing up in community so that we could all support each other and learning just how wonderful it is to be a soul in a human body. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at VickiBaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.